Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ambassador Francis Rooney, good to have you here. Thanks for having me on. Yes. So take us through, you know, we we talk a lot about following the money trail and looking where our tax dollars are, are going and this is a question that I get all the time, Ambassador Rooney, as far as people saying, look at all of this money and where is it going? And then you look at what's happening in the Middle East right now and think about all those billions of dollars heading to Iran. Take us through, if you would, what what you have written about and, and why this matters so much. This, this matters to every American. Well, it certainly does. I mean, the Obama administration and now continued by Biden has had a disastrous and dangerous policy towards Iran. I mean, they're appeasers and they've given them that money. They did that uh, agreement that shot through full of holes that allowed Iran to uh, uh, do what they want to do on their military installations. And we don't know about it. And um, I don't understand why. I mean, those guys want to take us down and we keep trying to make it easy for them. Yeah. And so then when we try to, you know, connect all the dots here, and there are many who say, you know, essentially, who put, who was funding Hamas, right? And, th- and that's disturbing when we think of the atrocities, you know, as, as terrorists went door to door, grabbing mommies and daddies, babies and children, whether they were kidnapped or whether they were murdered. I mean, we're hearing more more of these atrocities this continues now and then you think of well who funded hamas where does this money come from and then i think for most americans no matter you know what's going on in the world to imagine the fact that our tax dollars went ultimately trickled down if you will to terrorists that's horrifying yeah i don't know how much of it was our tax dollars and how much of it was money that we sequestered Mm -hmm. when when the iranians took our hostages but it doesn't matter the fact of the matter is we gave up our collateral to a hostile enemy to empower them to do more harm to the world and us yeah and then and then ultimately didn't they say well no we're sure that it only we have tight controls of this money and in fact you know we're making sure that it only goes for in air quotes you know humanitarian causes I mean, do you do you buy that? That's, that's no, I don't. That's just liberal myopia that you get with these kind of people, like Biden's administration and Obama's. They they always think people are going to be better than they are, and they're going to like us more than they do. And these countries uh, consider us a, an enemy, and and uh, we should recognize where we stand with them and not empower them. 
and uh, um, be prepared to uh, contest them every way we can. You know, when I think about when I think about this this issue, and then you think about this time of year, and I had actually read that in Bethlehem there are many Christians who go back to the birthplace of Jesus Christ at this time of year. And usually it's jam-packed. You you can't get a hotel room, for example. Now they're saying, no, in Bethlehem right now, everything's wide open. Everybody canceled out. You think about this this holy, you know, really it is a holy um, site, whether it's for Christians or Jews or Muslims. But in this one, why not? Why do you believe the Vatican does not comment on anything that's going on here as far as October 7th, the atrocities that happened, the hostage-taking. The Vatican on so many issues chooses to be silent. Well, I'm just fortunate that I was U.S. ambassador to the Holy See under a yeah. good pope, Pope Benedict. This guy's a disaster. <laughs> You've got a very liberal Latin American cleric, believes in liberation theology, which means the developed world, us, owe the undeveloped world a lot more than we give them and uh, that they don't have any accountability for their poor behaviors. And uh, for him to come out and criticize Israel and call it terrorism uh, was outrageous, just like uh, several other things he said in the past, like defending Putin and the Russian heritage. I mean, I don't know where the guy gets this stuff. Benedict never would have done that. Benedict took those Muslims on squarely. Yeah, and that's just it. You know, and it, it is a shame. It's sad, really. But the, also, look at the southern border. Look at the issue of so many people coming across the border. I, take a side. You you just never hear on any of these issues, the fentanyl crisis. You know, pick an issue. There was a time when the Pope would would take a stand one way or the other, and you would expect that. Now, crickets. Yeah, he uh, if he takes a stand, it's going to be one we probably don't agree with. Yeah. You know, he he's always really ready to blame the United States on anything to do with that border when when it's really a problem of some very poor countries that are crooked and and that have created an exodus of their people trying to get to a good one like ours. Yeah, it's so it's so true. You know, when you look at um your your life as a congressman, obviously as ambassador of the Holy See, you know, you think about what you have learned and the wisdom that you've been able to garner from an incredible career and, and your life. When you look at this upside down land <laughs> that we're living in every day, I just wonder if you could share some of your thoughts, Ambassador Rooney, with us about, um, and hopefully you have some hopeful thoughts, because I think Right now, more and more, especially with the economy and everything that's happening, I see so many people who are just uh, heartbro- heartbroken. And, and it is it is shameful, but at the same time, this time of year in particular, usually it's an, a time of joy, a time of optimism. I see so many people who are who are down in the dumps, and, and the headlines just don't get any better. Well, there's clearly a lot of negativity around. There's no doubt about that the disastrous Biden foreign policy and domestic policies really screwed this country up. And we can work our way back out of it. It's going to take some time. Um, Every president since Bill Clinton has spent excessively. Uh, Bush spent uh, twice what Clinton spent. Obama spent more than Bush spent. 
Trump spent more than Obama spent in half the time. And now this Biden has set all time records. And it's spent on things that don't build up the country. It, it's spent on a lot of uh, soft targets, human resource issues, uh, diversity issues, uh, these outrageous incentives for electric vehicles instead of letting the market determine if the market wants them or not, uh, all kinds of climate industrial engineering. That's, that's not a good thing, and we're going to pay the price, and our grandkids and kids are going to pay the price for all that. On the other hand, we're still the tallest midget. I mean, every other country is just as screwed up as we are. I mean, except maybe Switzerland and Norway. <laughs> I'm going to put that on a magnet. Uh, the, the, the Honorable uh, Francis Rooney, Ambassador Rooney, is here with us live here on The Dawn Show. You know, if, uh, you are a successful businessman. You spent decades in the private sector. You have all that experience. You have all the experience as a congressman, right, as, as a con- congress member and representing, obviously, the folks there in Florida. You have all in the 19th Congressional District. You have the experience, obviously, under George W. Bush as the ambassador, as you said, to the Holy See. You have a, a really unique skill, a, a set of skill sets, if you will, just because of an author, I should say, as well. Where do you, if you look to the the leadership, the coalitions, those who are doing the right thing, maybe against the tide of a very biased media, I don't know that we've, I've worked in television news my, you know, most of my career. I don't know that we've seen this bias in the media. I don't know that we've seen th- this kind of, these waves, if you will, influencing especially young people. Take me through yeah. it. Where where do you see it with the media? But then I want you to also, if you would, when you look to wisdom and you look to the leadership that you feel is sage leadership, that you feel is sound, and when you look to those different groups, who do you who do you look to? Well, there's there's some emerging Republican leaders that are uh, that offer to me great promise, particularly to Glenn Youngkin and Nikki Haley. I think they're younger. They point to the future. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. They have real-world experience. Uh, Nikki Haley also has a lot of experience in foreign policy, um, much better than a lot of the old has-beens that are lurking around uh, seeking office. And so for you, you, you would love to see um, maybe on both sides, you, you just want to see the fresh faces? Just see- Well, I think, I think that those two particular individuals okay. have a lot to offer the country. And I think everybody is getting to know Nikki Haley more, obviously, because she's running for president. What is it about Glenn Youngkin 
that you see? And he has said no. He he already has said he wouldn't run. What is it about Glenn Youngkin that you felt in the future you feel um, will make him you know a Republican leader to watch right now? Well, first of all, he's got tremendous experience. I mean, he was like chairman of Carlisle, a huge investment firm, global investment mm-hmm. firm, and was very successful there. He knows a lot about how the economy works in business. He's also a really decent human being, very religious, with a very good family, very stable. We could use a little more stable nowadays, mm-hmm. Democrat and Republican, given the last two presidents. Um, and he's smart. And look, look at the courage he had to take on parent uh, parent role in uh, grade school education. He took on that teacher's union with a frontal assault and was the first person to do it. Now, conservative governors around the country are all doing it, but uh, he was the first one. And I really think that's a great thing that he did. Yeah, maybe taking on, I mean, I will tell you here in Pennsylvania, there were many, many local, even the school board level, they tried to do that. And it was a big surprise and a big disappointment. Ultimately, you know, so maybe Glenn Youngkin holds that secret sauce to how he went about it and could handle the media. So I think that's that's a key right there. Take me through what yeah. you see, and I'm and I'm looking beyond right now because obviously I, I think you're somebody who wants to get rid of what you might call baggage from the past. But if you look to the future, I mean, what do you see for Republicans as far as a troubled Republican Party that every day seems to be redefining itself? Well, I, I think that we need to be willing to confront and, 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 and have dialogue about the important issues of the day. And uh, we need to be in the climate space. You know, the Repub- Republicans used to be in the climate space. Nixon started the EPA mm-hmm. and they expanded the Everglades down here. Uh, George Bush uh, uh, started the Clean Air Act, H.W. Bush. And George W. expanded it. So there's a role for the Republicans to play in a sensible environmental policies that don't uh, that aren't distracted on games and whims. Right. You know, uh, and then same for guns, quite frankly. I mean, George Bush said if, if the Congress would extend the assault weapons ban, he'd be glad to sign it. We don't need assault weapons in the hands of private people. Right. Well, we don't, don't think we do. do we have we don't have assault assault weapons are military grade. Uh, there's a lot of AK-47s and stuff out there in the hands of private individuals oh, okay. and at gun ranges. All right. Well, now, now you're going to fire everybody up. You had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I'm was... probably a, a, bit, a bit of a minority in, in a lot of Republican circles at that, but yeah. I think it needs to be addressed. And uh, that doesn't mean that we don't have a First and Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. But I wonder what kind of arms we need to right, the right to keep and bear. You know, when that words were written, you used a flintlock rifle. Yeah, I mean, I I will tell you this: I'm I'm in Philadelphia, long time. You know, started as a news reporter, long time uh, anchor on the local station here. I I I would have to struggle to remember when somebody with a full a full on automatic fire full automatic firearm, like you mentioned, AK, um, had had done anything had had you know, unleash anything on the streets of Philadelphia. And yet I can tell you every single morning, because I started 6 a.m. with news reporting, every single morning, tragically, I can tell you the stabbings, the shootings. We have uh, 12 wanted 12 wanted murderers for shootings and stabbings right now. None of them 
used military-grade stuff. And so that's, I, I am always hesitant to bring that up. Just as honest to God, a longtime news reporter, it's not about the, it's not about the weaponry. I think more we have to, we do have to focus on the cure, the answer to the violence that's happening here. Because I, I got to tell you that the firearms that the criminals get, they're not fully automatic. They don't even need that anymore. Yeah, well, the, when you start to talk about the root causes, that's a different subject. Yeah, I mean, true. the whole mentally ill situation, all these yeah. mentally ill people on the streets, homeless people on the streets. Uh, we live in Washington, D.C. half the time, and it's it's gotten to be an epidemic of stabbings and, and shootings and beatings and stuff out on the streets with these mentally ill people. And the the, the way the law is, at least in D.C., they they need where to put them. They yeah, can take them in, but they got to let them back out. Give me a final question here because we're right here in the shadow of where I'm broadcasting from. You know, we have UPenn, which, you know, we're, we're in a college town in, in Philadelphia, if you will. And we have some of the most, I mean, we have fantastic, you know, universities and colleges here. UPenn under fire. Our president of UPenn, Liz McGill, under fire, obviously nationally bipartisan condemnation of her really what's being known as tone deaf, you know, congressional testimony. Uh, more than a week ago, she's offered her resignation. What do you see with regard to the financing of Ivy League schools, billions of dollars going to them in the form of you know government grants, et cetera, and what's happening on our college campuses? Oh, I think it's another terrible situation. The, uh, the, the higher ed institution of, of uh, university presidents, and professors has really let the country down and maybe have ruined a couple of generations of young people. That's yeah. how we've got this Palestinian business going here. We, you know, they, they like the First Amendment when they say it protects their ability to criticize Israel. Mm-hmm. They don't like the First Amendment when we send a conservative speaker to a campus. Yeah. I think that's kind of uh, uh, not correct at all. Yeah. And uh, the hundred professors at Columbia signing a letter defending Palestine and criticizing Israel. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, it's so true. Well, Ambassador Francis Rooney, I hope you have a blessed Christmas and holiday season. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thanks for having me on. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.